Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. Twelve thousand eight hundred and ninety-seven point two. Wow. That's how many times I've been annoyed today. <laughs> Do you know we just made history? Why? Because never in the history of the nightly rant have we started an episode with you talking first. Crap, damn it. And we finally I don't think we did, did because it. you asked me a question and I answered it with the number. <laughs> did you not hit start you, until after you asked me the question? Did what you question? seriously I didn't ask any question? Just you said how many times? And that's no. when the number came from. You just said twelve. I said three, two, one, and then you said twelve, and I said, Wow. And then you I actually on said twelve. Thousand one hundred and fifty-seven point two. Right, I know. But I think your voice still came first. It didn't. Well, if it did, you're going to crop it out now. So what's the difference? Nope, it didn't. <laughs> I know it didn't. There's a real clear reason why I know it didn't. Anyway, that's the reason I know. That's that's how many times I've been annoyed today. So stop acting like a child because you're an adult. I'm going to make it twelve thousand. 158.2 in a second. Uh-oh. You're <laughs> acting like a child when you're an adult. You're a child and an adult. I fucking hate it when people who are adult-aged people, you are a motherfucking adult, and then you can't handle your business, and you just act like a child. What? What is wrong with you? Handle... Sounds Your business. Like, I guess sounds, we need to give some context. Don't it we? sounds like something's happened here, and I think that you should explain it to all of us, including me. Well, there's some people, okay? Where are these people? There's some people here. There's some people there. There's some people in our apartment building. There's just all these people that I encounter on a daily basis. And okay. there's people. There's people on the internet and people at the grocery store. People of the These internet, people, people of the grocery store. Literally, how about people of Walmart? Everywhere. People of Walmart too. Walmart is a grocery store. Mm, but it's also the Walmart we not, go to is a grocery. store. It's also store. a not a grocery store, whatever you want to call it. It's a. Well, we go to Walmart grocery. What do they call that? Department store, isn't it like is it a Target? Department store, or is it like a box store? retailer or something? Box retailer, that's what it is. Because okay. their stores look like a box. Yeah. Anyway, um, didn't remember the name. Sorry, guys. These people are everywhere. These people... What people? The pe- these people who are adult-aged people... That you just narrowed it down a lot. ...can't handle their shit. Okay. Like, they have, have a situation example? where something happened that they didn't like and made them uncomfortable. And they can't just, like, tell somebody that they're uncomfortable. They have to, like, toddler about it and whine about it. Or like You mean like when Mitchell makes a joke that's kind of crude and it's about something that you know he has no clue what the word means? 
And so you have to have that conversation with him of, you don't want to say that joke again because it means something really crude and disgusting. And he'll say, no, it doesn't. It means peanut butter and jelly or some stupid thing like that. I'm like, ah, no, and that's not actually what it means. And then you have to show him on the internet what yeah. the word he used. And then he dies. He's all traumatized. He dies a little so bit on the inside and he gets all embarrassed because now he realizes that he's probably said that. Even though he told me he doesn't say it to anybody, he probably said it to like 27 people already. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff happens. But he's 14. Exactly. That makes him not included it's in my baby, generalization basically. of idiots. Yeah. I know. It's adults. What has happened? What do people... But adults do that. Adults do exactly what I just described. But what, what, what happened that there is like two and a half generations of people who can't handle their business like an adult? Well, you want the real reason or do you want me to mess with you? Or maybe you'll you ask me for the me, real reason and I'll mess with you anyway. You can mess with me, and maybe but my number will increase. And maybe I'll with you and I'll give you the real reason. You never know. Just do what you want. <laughs> ask the question again. I can't remember what I asked. Oh, why are there two and a half generations? If you tell me that it's because millennials, I'm going to punch you in the kneecap because I'm not generalizing millennials. No. I said two and a half generations. Helicopter parents. They're the worst. That's why, though. So what? These helicopter parents parents are making decisions for their children, and their children are becoming too fucking stupid to make decisions for themselves? It's not even that they're too stupid. It's almost like it's being bred. The ability to do it, I'm not kidding, is being bred out of them. Because they're not being asked to make a damned decision. Now, you make fun of me... All the time. Because I'm incapable of choosing where I want to eat. Well, that's because you're a millennial. I'm going to punch you in the kneecap. Anyway, I'll do that later when you can't scream and there's no proof. I had to. Okay, but you make fun of me all the time. But when there's something a decision needs to be made about, I make it. Do you? Yes. You're sure? Yes. I get advice from people where I need advice, if I need advice, and then I make the decision. Who do you get advice from? You. people. You said people. I'm more. I'm so I get advice person. from you. Sometimes I get advice from the Katie Nader. Sometimes I get advice from my mom. Good. Okay. Sometimes I get advice look, from the Russell. Look, there's nothing wrong with getting advice from other people. I know. I just, you've never said to me, I talked to blah, blah about this problem. Well. So it was kind of a surprise to me because you. It's mostly you, you at this point. are quiet. Well, sometimes stuff. I talk to Deborah. That's pretty rare. But you remember the last situation yeah. I had where I was frustrated with somebody that's a mutual friend, and we talked mm-hmm. to Deborah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of thing. It's mostly you, but sometimes other people. Okay. Anyway. Fair enough. But I make a freaking decision, like today, when I needed to make a decision about what to do. I came in here, I yelled my frustration to you, and you were like, yo, shit or get off the pot. And I was like, okay. And I went in the bedroom and I made a decision. <laughs> Okay, but do you see the cultural sexism that goes on? Why? How do we get to sexism? Explain. Well, you're right. You make decisions because you were taught by your parents to make decisions. I am a strong, independent they Canadian woman. Even, you know what? Like, I know your dad was going to help you with rent, or maybe he did help you with rent at one point. Whatever. He paid my rent while I was in university. But here's the thing. 
he didn't do that to enable you. He did that so you could focus on your studies so we you had didn't a deal. have to work. Yeah. yeah, we made a deal. I had to have certain grades and I yeah. had to make yeah. sure everything was done on time and he would pay my rent and I had to pay the extra. But there are certain cultures where the women are taught they're not supposed to make a decision, that it's the man's job to make a decision. And then they turn around and tell the man, you have to make the decision. Now, you know how so many people say, well, I don't understand how um, little Julie and little Johnny came from the same parents and they're so different. Well, I understand well I'll tell you how. Because little Julie and little Johnny's, one of their parents or both of their parents has a culture that treats the woman different from the man. Well, yeah. And you know what? I understand the cultural thing that it, it, it is what it is. Well, and I'm even using that in, in the thought process of the people that I'm thinking about that are close to us who can rarely make a decision, but when pressed, the male of the pair will make a decision. I mean... And the female of the pair will literally never, and the harder you press, the quieter they get. Yep. Or yep. angrier. Yep. And the only thing you can do is pay attention to when she's in the right mood and be like, okay, you, you're going to pick. And she will. But she has to be in the right mood. And it's only like a minute portion of the time. Yeah. Yeah. But he has been taught differently. He's been taught to answer and take care of business. Now, by the way, that's not from my side of the education from oh, I understand. the other side of the education. There are cultures, there are lots of them, where women are supposed to be just like the housewife who doesn't make any decisions. And the culture of this country used to be like that too. I mean, come on now. Uh-huh. Like, but it progressed. But it age. progressed while other countries did Have not. In that area, anyway. Yep. And that is what it is. But people who live here, this country's progressed. Get the fuck on with it. Um, those aren't the people I'm talking about. None of the people, well, okay, I'm sure some of them have, but the most of the people I'm referring to are, like, culturally Americans. Okay. So, if Americans are a culture of women are not submissive to the man, in general, what the fuck? There's no excuse. There's no excuse for the inability to adult. Well, yeah, and that's a big, 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 big problem. You have people who are of adult age who have been raised in such a way that those helicopter parents do everything for them so they don't know how to make a decision. And right. there's, a ways to, there's a way to correct that if you're one of the parents who created that problem or you're part of a pair of parents that one side created the problem. Right. You correct it by teaching them when something comes up when they come to you and they go hey i don't know how to apply for a passport well in your mind you say to yourself you're old enough to know how to find that information but here let me ask the question hey did you google it and then they think and then they go oh and then you say yeah try googling u.s passport application process Oh, next thing. Oh. 
Should I make an appointment or just walk in? Well, no, you should make an appointment. So you know they've researched it. Right. And they've gotten to the point of making an appointment. Then the next thing you get the message, well, I made an appointment. And you're like, yes, I taught them how to do something on their own. I didn't have to do it for them. She'll never ask you that question again. Because you, if you'd have just told her, you do this, you do this, here's the phone number, make an appointment. Next time, she would have asked you again. Well, it's why Mitch needs to be prepared better. Because he, with the Google search stuff, expects you to do it for him. Because he'll do a really lame Google search, and then he wants you to do it for him. What I say to him now is, well, what did you search for? I don't know, something. No, no, no. Why did you search? Hitch back until you get to Google again and tell me what you searched for, if you can't remember. It'll show you. Um, And then he tells me, and I'm like, well, no, that's not what you should search for. What What is, you're missing a really important, like if he's talking about dog food and he just Googles food. Well, you're missing a really important component. Right. What kind of food, Mitchell? Oh, dog food. See, you need the dog food part in there because otherwise you're going to get all kinds of food. You gotta limit it. And you do the same thing with, with Alyssa. I mean, she'll be like, well, I don't know how to find this information. Well, what's your question? She tells me her question. Ask Great. it to Google. Type that into Google. And then like like Mitch with his science crossword the other day. He was mad impressed by my Google skills finding those answers for him. But but even that though, like she comes to me and she's like, um, Dad, the server, blah blah blah, blah blah blah, the server, blah blah blah. And I go, okay, contact support. I mean, I have they have the password, and then the username. Okay, go ahead, tell the support. Well, what do I tell them? <laughs> you tell them what you just told me. Like it's the same thing, and and that's the problem. Let's let's recap. Is the person we're talking about stupid? Not at all. Not even close. Straight A student. But the person you're but, talking about is also not quite yet an adult. No, but has problems because a certain somebody does it for them. Right. Though I don't really think she can Google either. <laughs> ah, Jesus Christ. But then there's like the example <laughs> here. Like, you know, we have... You have to figure everyone that rented an apartment here is an adult. Well, you would think because that at somebody, least one person some adult that lives here, had to sign the lease. Okay, that's required. So there's 66 units. So that means there's at least 66 adults here, probably way more. And yet they can't be bothered to put the trash into the trash can when the when the lid is down. They can't be bothered to pick it up and look. Right. And I'm sorry, but the excuse that, you know, it's too heavy for you is a crock. Because you could easily lift that thing up and then throw your bag in and put it down. Maybe you can't push it all the way open, but you can look inside. The only real excuse is if you're really short. Because that wall is kind of high. But there are adults that are acting like um, children. (coughs) Plain and simple. It's not good. It's not good. And you're, so you're right. Like, it's a frustrating thing because you're, from your perspective, you're signing a contract with somebody to do something or you're 
asking them to do some work for you or whatever, you're expecting them to be an adult and go, oh, right. I need to know about X, Y, Z, or you didn't answer this question and I asked it twice now. Am I right? Right. And I think that is also people who are adults not being adults. Right. I think the, well, how to put it, I think the adult aspect of things is, um... Missing. It's missing from society. Like, okay, I know this is kind of, kind of related, but kind of not related, but in the last, like, I don't know, let's, let's call it the hashtag years. Hashtag adulting has become super popular. And I always see memes bashing people for using hashtag adulting and how stupid they are. But is the fact that's stupid... What's actually stupid is the fact that somebody is so proud of themselves at 25 years old that they finally washed their own batch of laundry. That they learned how to work the dryer. Why was this not taught to them before they were set out on their own? Why did they not have a parent who taught them how to use the dryer? Do you realize I mouthed off to my mother once when I was 10 years old and she told me that that was the day I was going to start doing my own laundry if I didn't like how she (laughs) folded my underwear? Well, like... Well, you know, you're making me realize that this kind of stuff has gone on, like, forever. Right. Um, There are certain people who don't bother to teach their offspring life skills. So, the idea uh, that you just mentioned, it makes me recall my friend from years and years back, like, when I was, like, 17, 18 years old. Okay. He... From the time I met him, he didn't have a father. He only had his mom because his father had died. And I think from cancer, I want to say, but not entirely sure. But his father had died and he was just living with his mom. And they had this apartment in Santa Monica and, you know, it was rent controlled, etc. And um, back then, because of rent control in Santa Monica, what people would do is like, Oh, well, we're going to move from this apartment, Alyssa. If you and a friend want to rent the apartment... We'll just give it to you. To keep the ability from... And so it would stay in the family. And then, like, when Alyssa would be done with it, she might pass it on to Mitchell in a couple years, you see? And they just... That's how they keep it in the family, you know, so to speak. So, um... The mom... He got a job working with me at this record store. And the mom would have him take his paycheck. And he would have a Bank of America... Um, debit card, ATM okay. card, because that's all we had back then. We didn't have debit cards. Watch oh, And he would. You would go get cash out all the time. Yep. And he would deposit the check of his paycheck in his mom's bank account. Okay. Now that's all well and good, but we were making three dollars an hour at the time. You know, it was minimum wage. Okay. And so he would make like sixty dollars on a paycheck. And we would go, oh, maybe we'll go out, you know, and um, go to such and such a club. But it's like, you know, $25. That's a lot of money. When you think about it, he made 60 for the whole paycheck. That's $25. He's like, it's okay, man. I'll take out 100 and I'll pay for all four of us. Well, he only deposited 60 Right. So how is he taking out 100 Because mom would let him. Okay. Fast forward. Mom meets a new guy, falls in love, gets married. Um, I'm invited to the wedding and everything. So I'm like his best friend. Right. And... They decide to move to Florida because that's where his family is. Okay. 
So they move to Florida. They leave my friend here with the apartment that's rent controlled. Two months goes by and he's like, we turned off our electricity. And then they're like, he's like, I thought it just sent them money from the bank when they would give us a bill. I thought that it was set up that way. Well, why did you think that? Well, because I never saw anyone pay any bill. Just got paid. <laughs> and so Shit. he had to learn how to be an adult. And it was probably really hard. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but his and mom... And then the worst part is he ends up marrying a girl who comes from a rich family. Oh, jeez. So she doesn't know how to adult either. Okay, so it's clearly been a problem for at least 180 years. Yeah. But, like, why? Why are there certain people who are just incapable of teaching their offspring how to thrive at life? And they've clearly always existed. So I, I was I wrong when I said two and a half generations. It's the last 30,000 generations. I have a theory. You want to hear my theory? Sure. I think that those people that are helicopter parents, mm-hmm. they're not. Ne- there's a certain percentage of them that are afraid of losing, like having their kid lose. There's a certain percentage of that. There's a certain percentage who feel like they're rated as a parent um, by... Their child's performance in sports. Okay. Or, or at school, or at a club, whatever, right? And so, they hover. Okay. And do things for the kid and interject so that the kid gets the best grade, score, whatever possible. Okay. And... They do that because they see that child's performance in those areas as a reflection upon themselves as adults. So they choose to do the work for their child to prevent their child from failing instead of teaching their child how to actually do the work to prevent their own child from, so that their child can prevent themselves from failing. Exactly. They think it's easier that way, but what they forget about is they're not going to be around forever. Be it physically on the planet... Alive, or be it in the same physical locale. Like, like if I don't teach Mitchell and Alyssa how to handle things for themselves, like, have you noticed that I'll say to her, oh, you want to buy that? Yeah, okay, go ahead. Go, go order it. I let her do it. I don't do it. Right. Because I want her to learn. It's not that scary. It's scary at first when you've never done it before. Right. But once you've done it, I've heard her tell Mitchell how to do it. Right. But the point is... What? If she decides, what if she decides to go to Arizona for school? She needs to know how to do things. She needs to know how to do stuff for herself because no one's going to be there to help her hold her hand. Or even if she decides to go like two hours away from Except you know what a helicopter parent would do? Move, Move there, there with her. But, okay. Okay. What? How do these people not realize they're setting their child up for failure? Um, I ask myself that question all the time. Because... Because these are also the same people who go, well, you're 18 now, bye. Yeah. Like a lot of it, not all of them, obviously, yes, but, but a lot of them. Yep. Like you're essentially depriving your child of the intelligence to live like an adult and then kicking them And then them as out. soon as they turn as an adult, you kick them out and go, go do it. Right. Here, I've set you up to completely miserably fail. Now go do... Now please go completely miserably fail. What else is interesting is school also used to prepare you to live in the actual world. And then one day it stopped. 
And unfortunately, I'm also part of the generation who got none of this. I don't know where it ended because it had to be after me because when when I was in school, we were taught how to like balance a checkbook, etc. And I know even as last as late as Matthew being in school, they taught how to balance a checkbook. I had to take I had to take a career and life management class in high school in order to graduate. That's what it was called. Interesting. Okay. Called Com. All we fucking did was write resumes and watch dumb movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was useless. It was a colossal waste of my time. But my high school math teacher decided that it was bullshit that these people, these her kids weren't learning any life skills. So our project in the 11th grade was to add, she put us in pairs and actually made us go to a bank. We had a hypothetical salary, a hypothetical relationship, I was married to a lovely girl named Amelia, and we had two really derpy-looking children. Okay. Okay. And you had to go and apply for a mortgage with your salary. You had to know what you could afford, and you had to find a house, actually go meet with a banker, and present all this information. So I actually know how to apply for a mortgage in Canada, because I was actually taught that in school. That's a valuable skill. I think so, too. That would even be a valuable skill for you here. Well, why? Because I guarantee you it may not be the same, but it would be quite similar. Mm-hmm. Why was that not something taught in the class called career and life management? You taught me how to write a resume the wrong way, I might add. Thank you. Like, the resume I wrote when I was in high school looks like absolute garbage and wouldn't get me a job if somebody was trying yeah. to hand it to me. And then we watch stupid movies like Blue Crush that literally affect your life not at all. There was nothing useful of that class. But my high school math class decided to teach me how to get a mortgage. And there you go. But that, you know, that right there is teacher perspective. What they think is important, what they don't think is important. Right. Because, because that's the thing. I feel like teachers have got, had to become more creative because there's not as much money at like the district level to just blanket do these things so teachers have to become creative and figure out how to mold them into the curriculum where they're teaching math but they're also teaching how to balance a checkbook at the same time right and it's it takes creativity on the part of the teacher and some desire to do it really is true well yeah so maybe the 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 issue is there's no classes left with these curriculums that are like mandatory to learn Yep. And there aren't enough teachers who feel like taking the initiative to take the 17 million extra steps it would be to teach these people things. And the extra money out of pocket. Right. Because she had to go through a lot of effort to set it up with the bank Yeah. to allow 30 plus kids to come in and have mortgage appointments. Like, that takes away from their day-to-day operations. I wonder what she had to give up for that. <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> Tell you something later. I just realized something. I have to pick them up tomorrow. No, her, her, my, my math teacher's brother was the manager of the bank. It wasn't like she didn't pay for anything like that or anything, but she still had to go through the effort of setting it up. And because it was with a major bank chain, they had to get permission from their corporate headquarters to do it. There was still a lot of like paperwork and processes, but I. I just don't understand why there isn't, why there isn't a, like, why, why in career and life management, why didn't they teach you that? You weren't taught how to go and open a bank account. 
Well, like, you know, we, you reminded me when you mentioned be, having to learn how to do laundry, you reminded me of my friend who didn't have to learn to manage his money at all and got into big trouble because of it. But at the same time, my mom taught me that I had to do my laundry and she did exactly what you described your mom did for cooking. She had me do laundry, and then she said, I'll help you put it away. Bring it in. Yeah. And I brought it in, and she's like, okay, look, you didn't fold this, and you should. Or you don't fold T-shirts like that. You fold them like this. And, you know, underwear, this is how you fold it, et cetera. Like, she taught me, and she critiqued the whole process. She didn't, right. And then she didn't do what a partial helicopter parent would do, which is unfold it all. And do it for you. Oh, no. She would say to you, now, go ahead and do the rest. Right. Right. And you fixed it. You right. fixed your mistake right then and there. I'm not telling my mother taught me how to Because, you know, shoes. with the cooking thing, you can't, after it's on the plate, go back and fix it. But with the laundry, I could. Right. And that's what she would do. Then when I was done, I had her way of doing laundry. And I recognize that now that it's her way. It's not the way. But her way yeah. of doing laundry, I had that in my head. You right. know? And... It is what it is. It's just another way of doing laundry. It's different from how my mother taught me how to do laundry, but neither of them are wrong. You know what's interesting? What? I was thinking about this just now, and then I think we're ready to head on out of here. Because we've podcasted for 100 years. But here's the thing. <laughs> I, what I find interesting is somewhere along the way, and you may not even remember it, maybe you do remember it, but someone taught you that there's certain things about the household that the woman should handle. And there's stuff about that, like you have your way that you like to do laundry. You just have your way. That's how you like to do laundry. And I don't really care. So I just care the laundry gets done, you know, and you at least do that. So we're both in line on that. So it's like, if you want to do laundry standing on one hand, we're doing a one-handed handstand or something, what do I care? Laundry gets done, you know? And then sometimes I do things your way, too. Like, when we go to the laundromat, I really don't want to stand there with all the weird laundromat people unfold everything, but it's what you like, and you're there, and you're helping. Because I like shit folded, so when I get home, I can just put it away. Right, you don't like the system I'm currently utilizing, which is a basket of laundry that you... Because because what ends up happening is you never fold anything, and you can never find anything that you need, because it's always somewhere other than where it's supposed to be. I really hate folding laundry. And I hate doing it by myself even more. So if when I came upstairs with the laundry and you were like, hey, let's fold this, it would get folded. Is there a reason why you don't just say to me, hey, can you help me fold it? Because I always think you're too busy to help. I'm never too busy to help. Interesting. I will always help. Look at us. It's problem solving. That's, That's enough, though. No more problem solving for us tonight. I will say this. <laughs> Adults out there, try to be an adult. Don't don't just sit there and let other people do the job for you. And kids, like teenagers in high school, if your parents are always doing stuff for you, make them stop. Be like, no, mom. You have a I right. Do that. You have a right to say, hey, stop. I want to do it, and then you tell me what I did right or wrong. Because that's how we learn things, is by critiquing things. And, like, even look at what happened with you today with the that lady. I said to you, can I give you a bit of advice? And you're like, what? And I said, ask, us, ask her. It's My thought process was it was a creative position. So there's a million things it could have been. 
So ask I her. about that. So it's like I said to you, ask her how, what it was that you fell short on. Yeah, I applied and, for, uh, I'll give you some context because this is a little bit confusing without it. I applied for a job making Instagram posts for somebody and she was making it seem like I was guaranteed to get the job, making it seem like it was going to be guaranteed. And then all of a sudden she was like, no, sorry, we went with somebody else. I just realized I have to cut all of that out because we can't have a podcast out there talking about you having a job. I just realized that. That's my fault. I brought okay. it there. That's my fault. I'm sorry. It's okay. You'll just cut out all the part what you said at the beginning, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's my bad. I realized it as you said. And I had a job, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> if they listen to a podcast, they'd be like, don't tell us. And then you lie, and it's like, denied. No thanks. Okay. I do not want to deal with that. I would have to kill myself after that. I, uh, I guess that's enough on how people... People don't know how to adult. I mean, there's almost only so much you can beat a dead horse. <laughs> and in this case, the horse is definitely dead. Twice. Maybe even Maybe three, three times, times over. Exactly. Anyway, good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye, yogi. Hi, everyone. This is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.